Well, hello and welcome to Romance at a Glance. I am your host, Shawnee, and with me today is my co-host, Bridget. Bridget, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing just fine, Shawnee. I purchased a bookshelf for my office at the new house, and so my shit is not all over the floor, so that makes me pretty happy. (laughs) The recording closet is like half finished, so when I've been on other people's Instagram lives and on their podcasts, they're like, oh my God, you look, you're like, your recording closet's so cool. And I'm like, oh yeah, if you turned around, and saw the very complex sort of like sh- like the carts that I have filled with books that are stacked precariously so that I can hold up different mics and different computers. <laughs> uh, you would know I did not have my shit together, but it feels like it's all happening. So I'm going to count it as a win, Shawnee. I'm going to count it as a win. How are you? I'm happy, man. I'm, I'm in the same boat you are, even though I have now, as of October 1st, I'll have lived in my place for a year. Um, but it feels like I just moved in. It is not at all together. <laughs> and we're rearranging the entire house. Um, so I am, I'm in one of those like flex things, but it's kind of been nice to like watch you like put your house together at the same time I'm trying to put my house together. I don't know why there's just like a, um, like a, like a hive mind. I'm like, okay, Bridget's doing it. Okay, cool. Oh, okay. I got this bookshelf. She's putting a bookshelf together. Okay. Let me paint this bookshelf. <laughs> For real. I also like my entire house right now is white, which is, except for my recording closet, is this like rich hunter green and it makes me so happy. And, uh, but I needed to kind of like wipe away all of the like khaki and sand and taupe and beige and light blue colors that the previous people who are a little older in their, I would say late 60s, early 70s perhaps. Um, So we just painted everything white so that we could just move in. And now I'm like, okay, we need to get some life back into these walls. We don't have any furniture. It's all sold out in America. So I've just been hitting all of the garage sales and resale shops. And now I need to like paint some walls because it's it's getting it's getting a little white, a little basic in, in the old casa, you know? <laughs> Do you ever hide in your recording closet from your kids? Do you ever just like go in there and sit? Like, no, because first of all, they would find me. And secondly, I don't want them to come find me. Like, I don't want my recording closet to be like, oh, fun place that we can hide and seek. Like, no, thank you. They're not They're not allowed <laughs> to go in my office at all unless they ask. So, um, yeah. and same with Leo's office, mainly because it's our space, but also like there's a lot of cords and a lot of like breakable shit in both of our offices. And, you know, Molly's, like, not even two yet, so Kira probably wouldn't wreck anything on purpose anyways, but Molly would definitely, like, break something. Um, So they're not allowed in our spaces. So to answer your question, no, I don't. But also, Shawnee, they just started school on Monday, so I have had all week. That's dope to just like do things and I've gotten more done in the last week than I've gotten done in the last two months so that feels pretty good (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome that's awesome all right well today we are reading the business of blood by Kerrigan Byrne I'm gonna say her name is Byrne Mm -hmm. um audio was done by Justine Ayer called classic she's classic um and so that is the book we have for you today um it was weird because it might be Byron Byron I don't know. I have like B-Y-R-N-E. I have have like 10 different ways I can pronounce it. I'm like Bjarne. I think it's Scottish. No, I don't think it's Bjarne. Definitely not Bjarne. I don't know. You? Yeah, Bjarne. 
well, one name I know for sure is our new patron, Jennifer D. Welcome to the Rag Hags, my dear. And thank you for joining us and supporting the podcast. If you want to support us, go to patreon.com forward slash romance at a glance. And you can get all kinds of perks and extra reviews. And dear patrons, I do want you to know, now that I am mostly settled into my house, get ready. Because I have been reading and I have some reviews that are coming in Hot. They're coming in hot, hot, hot. Bridget reads so many books, I y'all. do, I do. So many books. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I honestly wish, I've been wanting to read um, Evie Dunmore's book, and a, there's a couple other it's books. It's really good, I, I read just, it. I just can't find them. In case you guys Is are wondering, it, oh, yeah, okay, don't tell it's me. awesome. You should all get it. I really enjoyed it. I saw that it had some good reviews, and I was just like, ah. But I, I really love Evie Dunmore because, like, um, I think she writes smart books. Mm-hmm. And so they they may not 100% feel like the classic romance that, that I'm used to from historicals, but that's what I like about it because I'm kind of bored um, with historicals. So yeah. Plus she was uh, lovely. Spoiler alert. That's actually... And if you guys did not catch our yes. interview with her last fall, she was lovely. We had so much fun chatting. And we also recorded and reviewed the first book of her series, her debut novel, which was actually our favorite book of 2020 in our RAG Awards. So our RAGies. So go check those episodes out. And also I've read books two and three, and they were both also very well written and very fun. And I definitely recommend both. Speaking of smart books, I actually thought this book, The Business of Blood, was a smart book. They need it. They need it. They're asking for it. They're begging for it. All right, let's get this shit popping. Romance at a glance. Uh huh. Romance at a glance. What you saying? Romance at a glance. Go ahead, girl. All right, you guys, as Shawnee said, we're reading The Business of Blood, book number one of the Fiona Mahoney Mysteries by Kerrigan Byrne. You guys know her. She's a historical romance titan. Um, Spoiler, this is not a romance. So what had happened was (laughs) this got recommended to us by a dear friend on Instagram. And we were excited because we read the description. It sounded awesome. Jack the Ripper. She's like her friend was one of his victims. She cleans up mutilated bloody corpses you know that's her job and she's gonna like you know try and find out about jack the ripper and she's working with this inspector (laughs) and i was like oh this romance is gonna be real fucking weird and i'm into it yeah it's gonna be weird and um i do want to tell you all in advance it's not a romance so it is gonna be a trilogy so my assumption based on it she develops tension really really well the author and she developed tension with about four different characters throughout this book who could she become sure did. I know who could become potential uh like lovers of hers in future books or a potential one or a potential husband etc um including Jack the Ripper is a potential I feel like um and so this is going to be a little bit different I'm springing this on Shawnee real time This is going to be a little bit of a different review for us. We're not actually going to talk to you about the book because it is a mystery. And I don't think we can really talk about anything in the book without spoiling the whole book. So here's what I want to do instead, Shawnee. I'm going to give the people the synopsis. You tell them about the narrator. And then I just want to debate with you about which person you hope she dates in the next book. That's all (laughs) I want to talk about in this and we can talk about their merits and their not merits, but we won't talk about the plot because I don't okay. want to ruin any okay. plot points. Sound good? Okay, okay. 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 Yeah, that sounds good. All right, let me hit you guys with the synopsis. This is real time. I just told Shawnee this just this moment. Okay, so we're in London, 1890. So Fiona is our main character, 
and she is kind of alone. All of her siblings are dead, um, and her parents are dead back in Ireland, and she's now living in London. And her best friend, Mary, who was from Ireland, is one of the victims of Jack the Ripper a few years prior. And she has spent the last few years uh, working with the police and Scotland Yard and cleaning up after murder scenes. So she goes and she has a a few people who work for her now because she's been doing it for so long. She makes really good money and she goes and she cleans up corpses and cleans up the blood out of, you know, carpets and out of hardwood floors and off the walls. And in that time, she's also become friends with the coroner. She's friends with the other inspectors. And so she's learned a lot about how to tell what happened from a crime scene by being around it and asking questions. And then she also is doing a few nefarious things. She's, uh, disappearing bodies for the Jewish mafia and sort of gets in over her head a little bit with Hammer, who's the leader of the Jewish mafia. And then she's also working with one of the coroners and she helps deliver bodies with him to the different um, hospitals and medical schools. Because at this time, this is when they were still illegal to like dissect corpses to learn about anatomy. And so all of the medical schools were paying different coroners and body snatchers to get them fresh bodies so that they could, you know, practice their surgeries and stuff like that. So she becomes one of those people. So anyway, so she's making a great living. She's living on her own. She's got a really nice house in Chelsea. She has a servant. She takes care of her aunt who's like kind of the spirits have taken her a little bit. You know, she's like hasn't left the house in, you know, years and but she takes care of her and she there's a couple different characters who I'll point out just for the sake of us talking about who she should end with so there's Jack the Ripper there is um Inspector Croft who's like described as kind of this like irritatingly handsome but like big brush like and also like always kind of butting heads with her like doesn't want her to be involved doesn't want her to like answer her questions etc but they got a lot of tension going on and then there's um the hammer who is the leader of the jewish mafia and he's like described as like beautiful and sort of sinewy and like graceful but also menacing um and he uh, i won't tell you too much about him but he does save her a time or two and then there's his assassin called what's this assassin called the blade something uh the blade or, or night uh, horse the, that's right night horse um, night horse and he he is a native american um from the blackfoot tribe and he has made his way to london and now works for the hammer because he he basically tells her at one point that he uh, when exacting revenge upon the people who killed his tribe he developed a taste for killing and so he didn't want to go back to the rest of the remainder of his people and like sort of visit that upon them so he went somewhere else um and there is and then there's aiden aiden who is the priest so he and i totally thought she was gonna fuck the priest right away shawnee i was excited about it because i was like (laughs) right away i was i was thinking it was gonna be um did you watch that tv show on on prime with um Oh my god, guys, it's gonna bug me. I know you're all like shouting at your phones. You know what show it is? Are Do you know what show? Are there fee- are there priests that are being fucked in this show? Yeah. It's um with Phoebe Phoebe Foster. Well, Wall- I need to- Phoebe Phoebe Fuck. I need to know the name of this uh show for research purposes, Bridget. 
Um, just to make sure that oh, I know that. You- Did you ever watch Fleabag? You guys, I'm so sorry that took me so no, long. No, but let okay, me tell so you, it's, it's Phoebe Waller-Bridge, and, and she open. She's an incredible producer and actress and writer, but she created this television show called Fleabag. Um, and in season, guys, spoiler, except for that it was like two years ago, but she in season three, I believe, she develops a real tension with a priest. A will they, won't they, as it were. Um, and that's what I was imagining, because they have a real will they, won't they in this. So anyways, they grew up as childhood friends, childhood sweethearts. They were actually promised to each other to be married, and then he was shipped to the Americas to fight in the wars. And then when he came back, instead of marrying her, he joined the priesthood. But they both now live in London. So there's Aiden. And then there is, did I, who did I miss? I think that's it. As a potential suitor. That's it, right? The four of them. I think that's you have right. Aiden, you have the blade, you have hammer, and you have the inspector. Yeah. Okay. So there's four people. Okay. So tell us about the narrator, and then let's have a debate about who she should definitely have fucked during this book, and okay. who she should definitely fuck in the next <laughs> book. <laughs> okay. So the narrator, uh, Justine Eyre, classic. She's wonderful. She does a great job. She's in so many historicals at this point. She feels like an old friend. So I recommend uh, her and I recommend following her. Like click on the narrator and see what they've narrated and that'll open you up to a whole new set of authors that you have never read. Nice. I love that. Um, Now Bridget. Okay. Okay. I'm going to read you a line, Shani. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And and this is why I'm going to read it to you because I want you to know that this is who I'm rooting for. Wait, you tell me who you think I'm rooting for, and then I'm going to tell you if you're right. Who do you think I'm rooting for? I I think you're, well, so it's between either the hammer or the night horse. Um, Since I'm rooting for the night horse, I'm going to say you're rooting for the hammer. Okay, I am absolutely rooting for both of them in a menage situation, hopefully, but... Barring that, (laughs) I'm rooting for, I'm like slightly more on the side of the night horse. And here's why. Because she's like, she talks about how she was like clinging to him until he pulled away and how she felt comfortable with him. And how like there were multiple times throughout the story where she talked about how she felt like she connected with him and they were the same and they understood each other. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And also he's like dark and he's like um, focused and I feel like if his revenge is completed, he could focus on her in the bedroom. <laughs> is what I'm saying. So. And also, also, I feel like she needs to kind of like, she, oh, we forgot Jack the Ripper. Okay, and Jack the Ripper is the fifth one. Okay. And and I'm also okay. kind of pulling for her having an interlude with Jack. Even though I know he's a psycho, sadistic, a horrific murderer. And they describe, okay. in this book, they describe, I will say, the murders and shit in very great detail. So if you are squeamish, not a good book for you. Um, but I'm also like, maybe it's going to be some fucked up dark romance shit. See, and that's where I think that there's almost like three books in one here, right? So she could take us through a journey of different styles of books For sure. in each story, right? So mm-hmm. there could be a Jack the Ripper one. It could be a Bodice Ripper, okay? Mm-hmm. J- Jack mm-hmm. could be Bodice Ripping, okay? As well as them having that tension and getting down and dirty. My thing is, I either want there to be a menage, right? Where they're just all of course, involved. always. <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. Or, or I want there to be a progression to her true love. You know what I mean? So, like, yes. the next oh, book Oh, like, is she goes Jack, through... She Jack samples a few before she gets to them. She samples, yeah. Mm. Because, I mean, how... Like, how... Because she's a virgin, you guys. She's a 29-year-old virgin. 
Yeah, and, part and that's of, like a plot point. That's why she doesn't get murdered. Part of the reason she doesn't because, get murdered by Jack the Ripper is because she's not, she's a virgin and she's not a prostitute. Yeah. But I think that next next book should be Jack the Ripper and that's Whoa. a dark romance, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, and then she, she got to go to the hammer. I think it would be rude if this author doesn't give us a taste of each one I of these know. delicious There's, little tension Because you know what? The, along the, the flavors way. are all different. So you have Aiden, who's like the forbidden fruit, the childhood love who she still mm-hmm. yearns for, who she's made out with and fought, you know, like gone up the shirt action and had some some fun times and also she's like remembers him from her youth so she remembers that that you know childhood teenage yearning and like the freedom you know when they were more innocent and like all her family was mm-hmm. still alive and she wasn't alone and he was didn't abandon her as well in some way and then you have the the um the inspector who's like very by the rules sort of like they describe him as like almost like a boxer sort of bruising like and he i feel like would be like I feel like he would be the um, the grump to everyone else except her book, you know? So he's the one who's going to like, I'm mm-hmm. still snarky with everyone else, but I love you. I kill for you. <clears throat> I die for you sort of one. And then you have, you know, the hammer who's like the schmoozing, rakish, like charming, who will sort of show her the world and dazzle her and like make her feel the feels and sort of wine and dine her to into like a stupor of desire. And then you have the blade who I feel like their vengeances could line up pretty well. And maybe he's going to like show her how to kill people or maybe he's like, maybe they're going to like in some way, like almost work just to get team, team up. up. That's they're what just, I'm saying. They're going to work together, yeah. become a partnership. Um, and also she talks mm-hmm. about how she doesn't yes. want at one point in the book, she doesn't want to have a husband. Cause she's like, why do I need a husband? Like husbands look after you. No. And like, what I've seen is that the wife looks after everyone. The husband doesn't look after her. Like, I make my own money. I have my own house. I don't need a husband to provide for me. Like, if I ever am with someone, I want them to be, like, my partner. And I feel like he comes from a non-Western background. So I feel like he could give her that, like, independence and sort of companionship uh, without the, like, expectations of, oh, no, now you have to quit your job and stay at home. And then, totally and then you have Jack the Ripper, and like that would just be really dark, where he's like making her watch him kill people, and there's like blood involved, and that shit would get real cray, I think. Um, that shit could get real cray, sh- but you know, people yeah. be liking that. Our dark romance, our dark season romance was season was super popular. Um, and now I like feel like I have ideas. I'm like, maybe I need to write a Jack the Ripper romance. <laughs> Sounds crazy, but listen, hear me I- out. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when I was a so when I was a kid and when I started writing fan fiction, and and maybe this is a lot of people who write fan fiction. Like I really hated the way authors would end their books. So my fan fiction was just rewriting endings. Mm. That's how it started. Um, because I'm like, you can't be trusted to write because it's good, <laughs> it's good ending. <laughs> you you do the setup, but let me help mm. you like really nail how this yeah. book should end. Um, but I totally agree with you on the blade because Night Horse. I mean, I feel like they're in super in alignment. Mm-hmm. That primal energy is really like mm-hmm. is really right there. You know what I mean? And I kind of what I would really love to see out of this author and the next whatever five books that sh- that she's gonna put out um, is I would actually like to see the um, Fiona go through like the three loves, mm-hmm. right? So uh, Aiden is the first love, is puppy mm-hmm. love. It's that that like. 
basic butterflies that you have. The second love is a hard love, right? That's where you learn all your lessons in love. That's the one where you you get together with a narcissist or some bullshit happens. And that's the hard one that leaves you with a lot of tra- trauma and lessons learned. Um, and then, and then you get, after that, because you've put in the time, your true love is your third love, you know? Mm. And so I think that there's enough loves here that she can go through each one of these stages of love to find Night Horse. So, Night Horse. Spoiler alert, Night Horse. <laughs> Spoiler, we're pulling for Night Horse. <laughs> we're pulling for Night Horse. Uh, that's a Night Horse in the lead. He's going up, he's coming up hot. <laughs> so I will tell you that... Um, <laughs> I don't remember what I was going to say. Um, oh, so I will. Oh, I was going to say, I will tell you that the description or part of the description of the next one is old enemies and new friends join Fiona as she chases a relentless evil through the streets of Victorian London. She'll pull upon every contact in her arsenal, including Oscar Wilde, who's like her neighbor and best friend, Arthur Conan Doyle, Inspector Abilene, the Hammer, uh, the blade, and of course Jack. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm like they're all. Did you see how they're all there? The gangster, the assassin, they're, they're all Jack, the gangster, the, Inspector. Well, come on, come on, Bridget. But like, even like, forget the inspector, forget Aiden, forget Jack the Ripper, yeah. right? A menage, a little sandwich between the hammer and that's Night what Horse. I'm saying. A little, little sandwich, just a little Sammy. Sammy. A little, you know what I'm saying? A little Sam Sam. A little spit roast. Mm-hmm. A little, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Just a little. Well, and you know what? I could even be fine with a non-sandwich and with a polyamorous situation because they both would give her something very different. And I do enjoy the books that are done well where the main, one of the main characters anyways, is sort of like passed back and forth between them in like a coordinated assault if that makes sense, mm-hmm, where it's like, yes. mm, like yes. they're not mm. sexually involved, although obviously that can be wonderful if there's swords crossing, but like they're not sexually involved, but they are sort of both involved in in her as their main focus, which I could be down for. I don't know if we're going to get I that, could, though, because I don't, I don't know. Down. Frankly, mm. I don't. I know only what I quickly researched about her before this. And she tends to do, you know, fairly straightforward, like, male-female books. So my assumption is that she's going to eventually end up with one of them. Or she might not end up with anyone because it is – I mean, it was – it's very confusing because it was classified in the romance section as well as, like, mystery and thriller. So I was like, ooh, that's fun. We haven't really done a mystery romance on the show yet. Um and perhaps it was in romance because there will be a future romance. And perhaps it was in romance just because she is a romance author. And so it got auto-tagged as, like, being a romance. I will say thank yeah. you to our Instagram follower who was like, that book's not a romance. But it was already too late. We're already here. But thank you for telling us. We were us. already in it. We <laughs> already had read yeah. it. But thank you for it. You know, it was already thing, on the list. I, I do think it's going to be a romance in the future because of the way it's set up. She did build you know, a lot like of tension reading... and a lot of like close looks, a lot of touches, a lot of like smoldering tension um, in different ways with each of them. And so I do agree with you. Like mm. we did get one kiss. I'm not going to say between who, but there is one kiss in the book. Oh, yes, there is one. Kiss. She gets kissed on the cheek a couple times in like a lingering sense, which was nice, but like we get one real kiss. 
Yes. And I, I, I like this book because we don't read a lot of mysteries no. and stuff. And I mean, in general, for me, mysteries is the same as action, right? I like I don't like the beats oh, of the lady. No. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, but guys, I'm gonna have to find a second podcast that, um, host who can come on every that- we'll we'll release our episodes on Friday still with Shawnee and I need another podcast host who likes to read action who can come on on like action. on Tuesdays if you have time well, available uh, we, to just we, read. Books that will titillate Sean too one much. Action, we read that one action book that I really liked. I don't remember what it was now. Crazy Hot. Honestly, I, I forget the books about 10 seconds after you read mm-hmm. them. But um, we read that one. And the thing about it, I realized it's not about the action that I don't like. It's about when it becomes like unbelievable in the romance action combination. Mm. Um, the last author I thought did it really well. She didn't have them making out when there was a killer on mm-hmm. the other side of the door or like, because that gives me so much anxiety mm. and I can't enjoy the book when I'm sitting in anxiety. But when the action is happening, when like independently mm-hmm. of the, of like the romance situations happening, that for me is a nice romance. I can get into that. Okay. Like, you know, because, because my brain needs a little bit of realism and I understand your brain is like, fuck realism. Fuck me on the other side of a door and a murder. Obviously. <laughs> I could be quiet. <laughs> if you if you cover my mouth with your hand, I could be quiet. Otherwise, I struggle very hard being quiet. Yeah. Yo, when when your when your partner covers your mouth when you fucking that shit is fire. I so don't know that, what hits in your brain, but that shit just especially just especially like, oh. even if I'm at home and we're alone, like our kids are sleeping over at their grandparents and we're literally alone. No one could hear us. But like someone covering your mouth and being like they could hear us, that shit lights my goddamn brain up. Because it's like bing, 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 even bing, if they're – I know literally we're at home alone. There's no one here to hear us. Like, But just the thought of discovery I feel like is a really fun thing to play with. Yes. Like you this have to be quiet or so, we have to so be nice. quick. Someone could come. Like that is – someone could come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. That is a good one. <laughs> And I feel like Night Horse, Night Horse, he's he's the, the type to put you up against a wall, cover your mouth, whisper in your mm-hmm. ear, you know, make that shit get, get you riding that horse real mm-hmm. good. Talking mm-hmm. about, <laughs> talking about, let's have some yes. revenge. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I like the combination. Well, I feel of what like they that's the, that's the thing. I feel like they got like they have like a soul level connection in terms of their both mm-hmm. of them having lost everyone in their life. And being both of them being on this quest for revenge, they have the same trauma and they like they see that reflected in each other. And I feel like that could be that could be good. I wonder, though, like if she will have sex, though, because Jack the Ripper is killing people who aren't virgins. And if I was her, I'd be like, look, y'all are hot, but (laughs) I do not want to have sex with anybody until the Jack the Ripper is gone. Like because that would be that would be my fear. I'd be like, um. I do like the D, but I don't like enough to get gruesomely murdered. No, no. yeah, no. Or do I? Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely move to America, though. Like, I are the other like books I'm in this someone... series out? No, it comes out Sorry, in um, 2022. I think in March. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's going to, oh, there's going to be four. Is it going to be four? Let's see. I'm just on Goodreads total? right now. Because Let's if there's see. four total, that's like a book for everyone. 
You know what I'm saying? Another <laughs> book where every also this is like her first so, mystery. So okay, um, if you look at all the other books, she has witches, paranormal, she has uh, historical, Scotsman, other things. This is her first mystery. So I since she's dipping mm-hmm. her toe into something new, I'm hoping that she'll dip her toe into a new menage or or polyamorous situation or I really like the the idea of there not being like this purity standard and each book she just mm-hmm. tries a new flavor like I feel like this author I don't you know, think growth. that's gonna happen There's for growth Be- just because of the don't, Jack don't I don't think that will happen parade. just because of the Jack the Ripper element I'm sorry I'm well, sorry anyways if, the next one comes out March, foreplay. March of what if every book is foreplay that's I think that's what's gonna happen yeah. I think I think it's all going to be like mysteries foreplay and foreplay. I don't know. I mean, I at least hope she gets some more kisses, you know, like it's the blood pumping a little God bit, but it. I don't know. Yeah. I hope she gets Anyways, you guys, at some point. obviously this is a different review than we usually do. I will tell you that despite this book not being a romance, I did enjoy this book. It was a little hard for me to get into at the beginning. The, the prose is pretty thick and she does use a lot of vocabulary of the time, which I think is great, but also just took me a hot minute to get into. Um, but I did enjoy the book and I was intrigued enough to be like, well, fuck, let me look at the second book and see, you know, what happens, which it's obviously not out. So I didn't read it yet, but I would read it in the future um, and see like what is going on. I think, I think for sure, like, so I would love to read the series, but I would wait till the last book came out. Before, and I yeah. Read, I'd read them all. Yeah. Just like in the atmosphere. You know the one thing, like what you're talking about with the prose? So the one thing I find with historicals, I love historicals and I've read them for a very long time. However, when I'm listening to a narrator who's speaking in an accent or Mm -hmm. from whatever country or whatever it is, um, and I've just come off of books where all the narrators were like, you know, American style, English, Mm -hmm. Western, whatever. Um, it takes me a minute to get into the rhythm of historical speech. Mm-hmm. Like every time, mm-hmm. every time. That's why I always like, it takes me longer to finish the book. And Justine Eyre especially, she has a very, like a thick, she gives it a very thick accent. And mm-hmm. um, it always takes me a good two chapters to get into the rhythm of her voice. It's not that it's bad. It's just, it just takes me a minute to get into the rhythm. It makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I can, it takes me it takes that. me a minute to get into the rhythm of reading it. So I can imagine if someone's talking to you, you'd be like, what? Let me rewind a little bit. What happened? Mm. Um, <laughs> I, I do think that the, the mystery part of it and the thriller part of it was really well written. Like, I cared about the characters. I mean, she had a lot of people to flesh out. And, like, I loved her doctor coroner friend. I thought he was, like, the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought her aunt was good. Oscar Wilde was, like, a fun surprise. So... I definitely think if you like mysteries, like I, I, I think it's for sure worth a read. I would give it a four stars. But if you're looking for this to be a romance novel with some boom, 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 and this is not. Choose, choose one of her more yeah. classic, her classic romances. Cause she's yeah, she's got she's got plenty. She's seducing yeah. a stranger, courting trouble. Like she got plenty of other books yeah, to choose sure. from. Um, there's this one moment in the book, totally off. Where um, one of the this woman brings her baby um, over to her, and she thinks she's asking she's asking Fiona to take the baby, right? 
And mm-hmm. Fiona's like, I can't take the baby. We're not a mar- we're not a married couple. Like, I can't take the mm-hmm. baby. And the girl, <laughs> Fiona, like, feels bad for her. So she's like, hey, well, I have an aunt who needs a companion. Why don't mm-hmm. you and the baby, you know, like, come to yeah. the house and then you can, you know, be the companion Work for the for aunt me, or whatever. So this girl's literally begging a stranger to take her child because she cannot take care of this child. And then <laughs> once Fiona offers it, she's like, but what, but what am I have what am I have to do? Like, <laughs> and it's like, uh, no, know, she's stay with no. Aunt. She says, I've never been a lady's maid because a lady's maid, you have to like know how to do things. It's not just like cleaning. Yeah. You have to know how to like do their hair right. And, you know, like it, the lady's maid at that time was a very like highly was, sought after. Like if you had a good know, lady's but it, maid. But it was just kind of funny. Yeah. It's like if somebody were to you. tell you, like, if somebody were you. like, Shawnee, do this job, you know, you can keep your baby, but you have to do this job. I would have faked that shit till I made it. I was like, cool, I got it. Yeah, I'm but on she it. had she yes, had, had her yes, baby yes, like 10, totally. 10 days before and her husband just died. She was not in her right mind, Shawnee. <laughs> she oh didn't know gosh, what was going on. I just thought it was funny. I thought it was a I thought it was a funny moment. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, anyway. All right. That is all the review we have for you yes, today with the business of blood. Yes. Uh, and I'm well, excited next, for paranormal holidays for the holidays. Are you excited for yes. paranormal? Because you guys, I don't even think I've announced this on Instagram yet. We are doing Black Dagger Brotherhood. Welcome back, Black Dagger Brotherhood. Yes. So we are going to be reading The Beast. I know a bunch of you were like, read The King, but we're going to read The King and throw it up on Patreon. Um, And we're going to read The Beast. And the reason we're going to read The Beast is because I love it so much. I really want to read it next. And so that's what we're doing. (laughs) And it's my podcast and Shawnee's podcast. And we do what we want. But we do appreciate all of our Black Tiger Brotherhood fans out there. And we're very excited to give the people what they want because you guys have been asking us to read some more Black Tiger Brotherhood for like the last year. Um, So we're finally doing it. And also, this is not confirmed, but I am in talks with her publisher to get J.R. Ward on the podcast. So fingers crossed that that happens. It is in talks, and I am hoping that we can make schedules work out um, and she can come on and chat with us because that would be so unreal. And also, if that does happen, we are for sure going to ask any questions you want to know. We will ask it. No topic is off limits except for if you're being like, I hate you. We're obviously not going to say that, so don't say that. But if you're going to ask a real question, we are happy to ask, Um, assuming that this interview actually occurs, which I am fingers crossed hoping will happen maybe in the next month or two. So keep your ears peeled. And, I I mean, aside from that, I'm ready to get into the vampires. I'm ready for some werewolves. I'm ready for some fae. I'm ready for – We have a – I'm ready for some bonding, some primal, some growls, you know, just like a – I'm I'm ready for – (laughs) Yes. Are you ready for the sea dragon-shifting firefighter? Uh, what a dumb question. Is this dumb question I know, Friday, I know Bridget? You're ready. I know you're ready. I'm ready, too. And we have some special co-hosts who are coming on to talk to us about romance. The Fangover podcast is coming on, and that is hosted by UTC Book Blog, Ideally Inspired Reviews, and Tales of Suzanne. Um, and they focus on paranormal romance, so perfect to have them guest over. And we're going to hop onto their podcast at some point. And we have another couple special guests that are in the works, but none confirmed yet. So we will keep you posted about that, too. It's just going to be, like, the most fun fall season. As you guys know, 
We like to get a little kinky around the holidays, and so it should be a fun time. I found a whole series of Real Scandalous Santa novellas, so I'm I'm going to find some, some good stuff for this season. And as always, you can reach out to us anywhere you want to and let us know uh, what else you would like us to read. Absolutely. All right, y'all. So with that, go home, get in your bed, snuggling deep with your favorite book. And may that book be your lover. And your hand your best friend. Yeah, yeah, yowzas! Thanks for hanging in with us, romance readers. Head over to Instagram to continue chatting with us. We're super friendly. We want to cackle with you. We want to know what your favorite sex scene was. And we need more book recommendations. If you want to read along with us, go to our website, romanceataglance.com, to see what we're reading next. And we'll see you next podcast.